Hello, this is Justin Trapp, and welcome to Clubhouse Conversation. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. Welcome in to yet another in-depth interview here on Clubhouse Conversation. It's Davo. Very excited today to be joined by Justin Trapp, a guy who I think might be the most underrated sleeper prospect in the Royal system. Justin Trapp, a guy you definitely do hear about, but maybe not enough. The guy's got a lot of upside. I love the way he plays the game. He was the Royals' 34th round selection in 2009. Out of Winsboro, South Carolina, Fairfield Central High School. Justin Trapp, a guy that could have played baseball and football in Coastal Carolina, but chose to sign with the Royals. And he has been a guy that has raised quite a few eyebrows along the way. And he currently plays for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. Joining us here on this Wednesday night after a game against San Antonio, Justin Trapp on Clubhouse Conversation. How are you doing, man? Everything good, man. Just continue this baseball grind, man. This baseball marathon. How you like in uh, Arkansas? I like it pretty well, man. Double A, you know, they, they treat you good here, man, you know, and everything is kind of like the big leagues, you know, and, I mean, I like it so far, and I'm looking forward to, you know, keep moving on. Yeah, it's a nice park down there in Springdale. I enjoy going down there all the time. Are you, how does that compare to other parks you've played in? Is it pretty similar to to Wilmington and Kane County and all those? Uh, well, Wilmington and Kane County are pretty nice ballparks, but, uh, I would say Arkansas better, you know, uh, get a little little more fans on the weekdays. And, uh, you know, the ball travel, there, it's tough to hit in Wilmington. And uh, the ball travel pretty good in northwest Arkansas. Yeah. Well, I know that uh, your son, Justin Jr., is your whole world. Uh, how's he doing? And he's, what, a little bit over two now? Is that right? Uh, he'll be two July 16th. You know, actually, uh, they was out here with me, man, uh, for the first couple weeks out here in Arkansas. But, you know, uh his mother got a job back home, and uh, they going back home now, and uh, I miss them, man. Yeah, that's my world, man. You get to Skype quite a bit? Uh, we Skype we Skype every night. You know, uh, I get to see them a lot on Skype, so I'm, I'm thankful for that. And uh, like I said, man, I miss them, man. I'm sure. That's got to be tough. Well, let's start by talking about this season for you so far. How are you feeling right now, and, uh, and what are you working on the most? For me, uh working on my defense, man, making the routine plays, and, you know, that's the, mo- that's the most uh, important thing I'm trying to improve on, you know. Can't get to the big leagues making errors, man. You got to make the routine plays, and that's what I've been focusing on in BP and early work and stuff, just, you know, working on fundamentals, man, fielding the ball, replacing my feet, and, you know, just making the throw and get outs, man. But uh, the season started off pretty good for me at the plate-wise, you know, uh, I was pretty hot early in the season and uh, got hit with a pitch on a cold night. You know, I got hit in the hand and uh, I was on a seven-day DL and came back from that. Uh, it's been a little bumpy road here and there, but uh, I've been squaring the ball up pretty good and just keep going, man. Keep grinding it out every night. Ah, oh, the hits will come, man. The hits will come. Um, what's it like having a guy like Mitch Meyer around for veteran leadership and, and you know the MLB experience? Wow, he that's a great dude, man. You know, today he just like today, for example, we was in the cage and uh, he was like, "Hey, back leg it, man, back leg it. Just you know, just keep us free, man. Keep us loose, man. 
he keep us loose. He just tell us to go out there and have fun and enjoy the game, man, and breathe the game of baseball. Because, you know, we lucky, man. We get to play this kid's game, man, for a living. Yeah, totally. Well, now, speaking of MLB experience, you got lots more of that in the dugout with you. Vance Wilson, what's he like? I mean, I love Vance, man. Vance Vance, Vance is a tough guy, man. He always on you. That's just because he cares, man. And he got a lot of passion for the game, man. And when you mess up, he going to let you know you mess up. And when you do good, he's going to let you know you do good. But I love Vance as a manager, man, and I know he got my back. Well, I thought it was pretty cool that you played winter ball in Australia with Jared, your teammate last year in Wilmington, and this year again with the Melbourne Aces over there. So, first of all, how did you guys end up over in Australia? What's that story? Uh, well, uh, our scouting director got in touch with me and Jared Shahuba, and he asked, was we – uh was we interested in going to Australia and play? And, you know, <laughs> me and Shay looked at each other like, hey, man, that's an opportunity to leave the country and go play baseball, you know, and we got paid for it. And it was a great experience, man. Me and him had a great experience over there with baseball and just seeing a different part of the world, man. It was it was an unbelievable experience down there. I hear that uh, you guys got pretty close with the sleeping arrangements. There was no air conditioning, and he was in a recliner in one room, and <laughs> you were on the floor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that yeah that was that was crazy. It was like a hundred and ten degrees, man, and we had no air conditioning in the apartment. So me and him just decided to move the mattresses out the rooms and put them in the living room, man. And we we went from there, man. Talk about a bonding experience, right? <laughs> oh man, that that made me and him closer than ever, man. That's, yeah. that's probably one of my best. That's probably one of my best friends right now to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, did you guys only play on weekends over there? Is that right too? So what were you doing? Like, were you sightseeing at all, or like Monday through Wednesday? What would you guys do? Well, me and Shay, we worked out pretty hard. You know, we they gave us access to a gym, and me and Shay worked out pretty hard, man. Try to get a, get a little stronger, get a little bigger, man. And that's what me and Shay mostly did during the week. But uh, most of the time, we we go to the beach, man, and have fun, man. We just enjoyed it. That's all we could do. What an experience. Now, I read that you also became a much better opposite field hitter over there. Uh, how did that happen, and, and do you feel like more of a complete hitter now because of that experience? Yeah, absolutely, man. Over there, I was just working, you know. I was working on trying to hit the ball to opposite field, and I found out I could do it pretty good, man. Just trusting myself, man. That's what it all came down to, trusting myself, letting the pitch get deep and hit the ball to opposite field. And, and it doesn't help me Yeah, of course, as a better hitter, uh, today because like tonight I hit three balls hard to the right side of the field and usually uh, them will be uh, roll over ground out short man but like I said uh, Australia they, they helped me well on my approach man uh, going the other way and I feel like it done made me way better hitter than what I was a year or two ago. Now you obviously can run legs are a big part of your game are you a pretty good bunner and, and how's that going? Uh, I can bun pretty good you know but uh I, I like to swing it, man. I really do like to swing it. I, I kind of hate button. I won't say hate button, but I don't <laughs> like to really do it. Yeah. But uh, I mean, if it comes down to it, I can do it. I can, I can really bunt. You know, my rookie year, I led the uh, Pioneer League and sack bunt hit. So that was a that'd be a big stat on my card, and everybody always throwing jokes at it about that. <laughs> but I like, I like the bunt, man. And uh, but I also like to swing it, man. I. 
I mean, that's just how I am. I just like to swing it. But uh, like you said, my speed, yeah, that's a part of my game. And I got I got to work on bun more, man, and having more confidence in bun because they're really my game, getting on base and scoring runs for the team. Yeah, yeah, totally. We're talking to Justin Trapp here on Clubhouse Conversation. So Justin Huber, I hear that you got to know him over in Australia, another former Royal. How was he? Great dude, man, great dude. He told us stories when he was with the Royals. He told us stories when he was with San Diego. Man, that's just a great dude to be around, man. He even put a little money in our pockets by running these little uh, little camps for kids, man. It was a great experience, too, you know, because Australia trying to build that brand up over there in baseball. And with us going out there, you know, helping those kids in those camps, man, it was it was pretty awesome, man. And I, I like what he's doing over there, man. He, He's a great dude. He's a great dude, and he's working hard over there to get Australian baseball up to par. Well, you also, I read, played center field quite a bit while you were over there in Australia. So, was that something the Royals wanted you to do, or they just wanted you to do it, or how did that work? Uh yeah, that's something the Royals wanted me to do. Uh, they wanted me to, you know, have that too. You know, that like they told me, they explained to me that they can boost my value. And uh, I was all for it, you know, whatever it takes to get to the big leagues, man, or whatever it takes to reach my dream, I'm I'm willing to do it, you know. And actually, I did pretty good over there in center field. You know, I never played outfield till I got to Australia. And, you know, they worked with me over there and came out, man, I, I could do it. I could play I could play the outfield. So if it came down to it, you know, I, if I had to move or a certain situation happened, I could do it. it. It's in the bag. So that was a pretty good experience, too. Have you played center field at all this year? Never, no, not this year. Just not yet. Second base, no. And and you also play some shortstop too, right? Oh uh, no, just second base. Just second, that's cool. So yeah, them shortstop days is over. Those are gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, tell Royals fans who've never seen you play, kind of give us a scouting report on, on your game and what you do and what your strengths are and all that. Uh, I'm I'm a typical leadoff batter. You know, I've been hitting the leadoff spot for the Nationals this year and some in the nine hole, but uh. My my game is, man, I can hit the ball in the gaps, man, and I can run, I can steal a base. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm working on making the routine plays because I know I can make the big diving catches and all that extra stuff. But, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, working on making the routine plays and hopefully I get to Kansas City, man, and show off my skills one day. Yeah, we'd love to have you up here. So let's let's go back and talk about the past. In 2009, the Royals took you out of high school in Winsboro, South Carolina. First of all, where's Winsboro at exactly? Uh, it's 15, 15 uh, miles outside of Columbia, South Carolina, the capital. Oh, Columbia, where it's like hot and humid more than anywhere in the country, it seems like. Uh, yeah. yeah, yes. I spent some time there. So what do you remember about draft day then? What were you doing? Where were you at? Were you surprised when the Royals picked you? And take us through that. Uh, actually, I was in Myrtle Beach at a tournament, AAU tournament playing for the Charleston Diamond Devils, and that team had, like, eight guys drafted in that draft. Uh, Chris Owens, uh, he's a big leaguer right now for the Diamondbacks. A uh, couple more guys, man, and uh, I was there, and, you know, Alden was getting the call, and, you know, the second day came around, man. I was just, we was all at Ryan's eating, and I got a call, and they said, hey, we just drafted you in the 34th round, man, and, I was just pumped, man. I told everybody. Everybody was just clapping, man. So that was a great experience. You know, I, I got to share it with those guys, man. And that team won the national championship in the uh, East Cobb tournament that year. Oh. So it was that was a great experience, man, for me to enjoy with those boys. Were you expecting to go to the Royals, or had you talked to the Royals very much? 
Yes, I talked to the Roys uh, a lot, actually. You know, that those were the guys who always was in my ear, you know, telling me that I was a great guy for them, and they were looking forward to drafting me. So, yeah, it was kind of kind of uh, 75% on the Roys than any other organization there was. Now, was that a tough decision for you? Because obviously you could have played both football and baseball at Coastal Carolina. Was that a no-brainer for you to sign, or did you kind of you know think about it and kind of struggle with it? Uh, I thought I thought about it a little bit, but you know I always wanted to play professional baseball, man, and play in the big leagues. That was that was my dream, you know, to play in the big leagues. And I felt like if I could get a head start already, hitting with the uh, wood bat and facing pro uh, pitching, man. I felt like I can get a head start on guys, and it worked out, man. And I'm, I'm glad with my, de- I'm glad I did that with my decision, and looking forward to keep going. Now, were you a Braves fan growing up then? Oh, I love the Braves, man. Javier Lopez, Belly Yard. I love the Braves. That was my favorite team growing up. Smokes, Glad- uh, Maddox. Braves was my favorite team, man. Fred McGriff. I can name them all, man. <laughs> I love the Braves. You're going old school there. You say Belliard? Yeah, Belliard, second base. Wow, you're old school. I like that. That's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what were your initial thoughts then? You went to the Arizona League that same year. What were your first thoughts of being away from home and pro ball that first you know, couple months there? Oh, man, I, I was immune to it, you know, because I was never home. I was never home in the summertime. I was always somewhere every weekend playing ball, you know, with, team, with my traveling team. So, you know, pro ball is kind of different because you're way across the country, but I was it, it didn't bother me at all, man. I never got homesick. I love being away from home, man, because there's nothing at home but trouble, man. So I'm, I'm glad I'm away from home. Where did you get your love for baseball from? As a kid, you know, my mom was a great softball player. My daddy was a catcher, so I obviously got it from them, and they love the game. They know they read the box score every night. They know exactly what goes on, and they know they know baseball. Just that simple. They know the game of baseball, and that's exactly why I get the love from at an early age, man. They stayed on me. They stayed on me about baseball, and hey, I guess I got it from them. Do they get to watch you very much in pro ball? Uh yeah, they they come out a lot. Uh, uh they've been out here this year, a couple weeks ago. When they, they, they work a lot, so when they do get the chance, they come see me play, man. But like I said, they love the game. They love the game, and uh, they know the game, so that's a, that's an important thing for me. How was how baseball for you compared to football? Were you better at baseball than you were football? Uh, I would say, yeah. I would say, yeah. I, I was... I, I, didn't, I didn't have a really stable position in football, you know. It was just being an athlete out there, you know, getting the ball running and scoring touchdowns but baseball I felt like I was a more you know better player in baseball because I can run hit throw everything so I always knew I was better in in baseball than football well I've seen lots of minor league baseball seen lots of park but I've always been real intrigued by the pioneer league so 2010 you went to Idaho Falls you had a really nice year there what's the pioneer league like and, and what's that park like in Idaho Falls paint us a picture for those of us who've never been there before It's nothing there. I can tell you that right now. It's nothing in Idaho Falls. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the ball, the ballpark was nice. You know, you get a lot of fans, man, and you know that that really lets you know you playing pro ball. You know, and, I mean the ball travel there also, and Idaho Falls really, you know, 
shows you that you, you're playing pro ball. It's different. You know, it's guys in rookie ball who ready to get out of rookie ball, so they competing every day. And like I said, it was it was pretty it was pretty nice in Arkansas. I mean, in Idaho Falls, besides nothing to do. Yeah, are, I always heard that the, like the lights are horrible in the Pioneer League. Are the lights bad at night, or is it not really? Yeah, a, are terrible. They? Yeah, <laughs> the lights are terrible in the Pioneer League. That, that's what you get, though, rookie ball, man. Well, I heard right on that then. So 2011, you moved up to rookie ball as well and the Appy League, kind of closer to home there in Burlington. So same question, yeah. what, what was that league like, and how's the park there in Burlington? Oh, the, the, the park in Burlington was nice, you know, no fans, though, no fans at all. But uh, the park was nice, man. Everything was nice. The clubbies was nice. Everything was nice in Burlington, man, you know. It was way better than Idaho Falls, I would say that. The lights was better, you know. But competition was around about the same. But like I said, uh, the field was better. Burlington was, you know, I was close to home. So it was more my family was coming and watching me play. So that was probably way better than uh, Idaho Falls season. Well, 2012 is when I first started really paying attention to you. You moved up to the Midwest League in Kane County. Uh, you OPS 783. You had 12 jacks, 50 RBIs. You stole 24 bases. Now, what do you remember about your season in Kane County? It didn't seem like it, the, the competition affected you much moving up there. No, I just, I just, I just played my game, man. You know, uh, when I was there, man. Actually, I, I, that's when I really, you know, felt like, hey, I can play this game at the highest level. That, that year right there, that's when I really got a lot of confidence and, you know, believed in myself, man, that I could play in the big leagues. And it showed, man. You know, I went out there every night and, you know, went hard as I can, man, to help my team win. And I had a big year, man, and I'm thankful for that. Well, you did in Wilmington last year, too. The power continued. You basically had the same exact season. You duplicated it in a really, you know, like you mentioned earlier, it's a pitcher's league, a big parks there yeah. in the Carolina League. But you OPS 730 again with 10 home runs, 47 RBIs, 25 stolen bases. How about last year? What was that like? Like I said, it was, like I said, I'm, I believe in myself, man. That uh, I took Kane County here and just took it over to Wilmington, man, believing in myself. That's what it all boils down to, believing that you can play this game. And going out there competing, man, with the pitcher every night. He trying to take food off your plate, and you gotta, you know, it's a battle, man. It's a war out there, man. And that's that's how I take the game, and that's how I go to the field. And uh, just going out there compete, man, competing to win, help my team, man. And like like you said, Wilmington is a tough place to hit, man. I was just going in there hit, trying to hit line drives. You know, it's it's tough to hit balls out of Wilmington, man. I think it's the worst ballpark in the minor league to hit at. I think, uh, but like like I said, just going out there compete, man, and believing in myself. And I'm thankful again for another big year in Wilmington. How do you deal with failure? Because I always hear Dayton Moore and JJ and Scott talking about, you know, a big thing with prospects is them learning how to fail and how to get back off their feet. I mean, are you at the point where do you take home bad games and lose sleep ever or, or get angry, or are you able to shake them off and just come home and get over it and move on to the next day? Uh, for me, honestly. I, I take game. I take a game, a game at a time. Every night it's a different ball game. Every night you got to come with the same mindset. Hey, I'm gonna beat this pitch. I'm gonna beat this pitch. Even if you don't beat him, you come back tomorrow. So I mean, I, I never really take games hard. I mean, of course I will if I go like last year. I started off the season and went over 17. Of course I start pressing a little bit, but. You know, it's it's a game, man. It's a kid's game. You just got to have fun out there. You're going to fail. It's part of the game. You know, I think I deal with failure very well, man. And 
that's that's what it's all about, man. When you fail, you got to get back up, man, and come back the next night and compete, man, and go out there to help your team win. That's all you can do. You only can control what you can control, man, and that's just going out there competing and having fun. Well, I talk to big league guys all the time, and they tell me the jump from high A to double A is the toughest by far in the minor leagues. Now, how about you, the level of competition? Have you seen an increase in you know, better breaking balls, better depth? Is the pitching a lot better? Have you noticed a big jump getting to double A from high A? Without a doubt, man, it's a jump. I, I heard that I heard that myself also, you know. And me, you know, like I said, I believe in myself. But uh, honestly, it's it's a big jump, man. The pitching smarter. You know, they got better control over their pitches, man, and they're not going to give in, you know, and that's that's what it's all about, compete, man. They're they not going to give in, and you can't, you can't give in, you know. It could be 3-1, they'll throw you a slider, 3-1, change up, well, and A-ball, rookie ball, 3-1 fastball, 3-0 fastball, and, but like I said, they're not giving in in double-A, and you just got to go out there and battle with them, that's all. Man, I love your attitude. This is great. <laughs> so I got to ask you about a few of your teammates then uh, that we keep hearing great things about. Tell us all about Lane Adams. A monster. That's all I can say. He he's a freak, man. He's he's a freak athlete, man. You know, uh, he he's just unbelievable, man. He he go hard, man. And I, I love I love the way he play the game. You know, he play the game hard. You know, you can ask about you can ask anybody about him, man. He gonna he gonna bust his tail to first base every time he hit the ball, no matter where is that. And you know, you gotta respect the guy like that, man. And I respect him. And man, him been tight. You know, that's that's probably. That is my best friend in the whole organization. You know, me and him always saying, "Hey, man, we still pumping. Oh nine, still we still here, baby. We still going." <laughs> you know, that's me and him. That's how me and him joke around. But he, like I said, man, he's a freak, man, and he, he'll be a stud in the big leagues one day for sure. How about Jorge Bonifacio? Oh, pure hitter, pure hitter, man. Jorge, I done played with Lane and Jorge every year, man. And like I said, Jorge just a pure hitter, man. No matter what, he gonna hit. You know, he gonna hit, and that just that's his game, man. And you know, he like he said, he he always say he want to be better than his brother, man. So I mean, that's something that motivates him, and I respect the guy like that too, cause he's just a pure hitter, man. He's probably one of the best consistent hitters I've seen since I've been playing pro ball. Another guy that just came back with you guys, who I'm also very intrigued about, is Orlando Calixte. Tell us about him. Oh, when the game on the line. I wouldn't want nobody else in the box but Kalik State, man. I done played with him two years, and I done seen him hit four walk-off home runs, man, every time <laughs> the game. Every, yeah, honestly. Two this year. Really? His second game, yeah, his second game back this year, he hit two bombs in one game and hit a walk-off, and he just hit a walk-off the other night, like last week. So that's four. He He's a freak, man, and he's smooth, man. He's just in the field, man. He's smooth. He, just, he got a lot of swag, and. I like his game, man, and that's just him, man. At, at the end of the game, when clutch time come, I would rather have nobody at the plate but Khalid State. Two more guys. The next one is uh, Chesler Cuthbert. Another freak, man. Probably one of the best third basemen I done seen playing pro ball myself. And uh, like I said, he have a lot of power, man, to be that young, man, 20 years old, you know. he He's a freak, man. He, he'll definitely be in the big leagues for a long time, man. We call him Little uh, Milky Cabrera, man. He, <laughs> he he just he just a hitter, man. He just he he got a lot of power, man. He got a lot of potential, and I know he'll be a great big leaguer one day too, also. And how about Jason Adam? Jason Adams a beast, 
beast, man. He coming right at you with the fastball. And for me as a hitter, every time somebody is six five, six six, it's always in my head that he throw a hundred. I don't know why, but it's just in my head. And Jason's a big uh hard throwing righty man with a great breaking ball man and and you know, Jason will be good in the big leagues also. Well, thanks so much for all your time, man. In closing, you know, to all the Royals fans listening right now, what would you like to say to the fans of Kansas City? Hopefully, I get to you know. Hopefully, I get to uh, play in Kansas City one day. And I'm a great fans guy, man. I love social media. I love all that type of stuff because I just love having fun, man. And hopefully, I get to play in Kansas City one day and help Kansas City try to get the playoffs and win a championship one day. What is your social media, by the way? We got to put in a plug for that right now. Uh, my Instagram is J dot Trapper Die T R A P P O R D I E J dot Trapper Die and uh Facebook just Justin Trap. That's all I have. I don't have a Twitter. Really? Oh no, no, I don't have a Twitter. Ah, uh, you got to get on the Twitter, man. That's where it's at, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I had a Twitter, but I lost the password, so I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. Hey, thanks so much for your time, man. This has been a great conversation. I can't wait to to follow your progress, and hopefully we can have you on one more time later in the season here. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me, man. Of course. Take care. Keep up the good work. Thank you.